0: John chapter 11, verses 4 through 6. John chapter number 11, verses 4 through 6. John chapter 4 who said 4? John chapter 11 verses 4 through 6 if you had it, say mm-hmm. but when Jesus heard it This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified by it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, when therefore he heard that he was sick. He stayed then two days longer in the place where he was. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I would like to entitle this message, The Intentionality of Christ. The Intentionality of Christ. I want you to remember on last Sunday that we talked about why Jesus had to suffer. And the second part of that question was, and why do we? Why did Jesus have to suffer? And why do we? This message today will kind of be a part two to that message of last week. As we, in graphic detail, describe how Jesus was beat, crucified, and buried, and then raised on the third day morning. We talked in great detail about all of the things that he had to endure and why. I told you that he suffered in such a manner so that we today wouldn't have to suffer in the same way. We talked about his suffering in such detail in order to get us to understand that if we are currently suffering, we are doing so hmm, erroneously. Because he suffered and God used him as the sacrificial lamb. That all of his anger and the wrath of God was taken out upon his only begotten son. So that today we don't have to deal with the same things. But yet nonetheless we understand that trouble will come. Things will happen no matter how good you try to be and all of these things or how sad you are. If you live long enough, trouble will show up. We understand then that it becomes a situation that you must change your perspective and your outlook on things. Uh, We understand that we have the victory, and since we have the victory, we don't fight for our victory, but rather we fight from our victory. I fight a little bit differently when I understand that I've already won. Rather than me trying to secure the victory, the victory is already secured and I fight with a different type of confidence. So I've come today to tell you this, that there is an intentionality of Christ. He intentionally does some things that I think we need to see. The word intentionality has as its root the word intention. The word intention defined means the end or the purpose. Which says this to us, that everything God does, he starts at the end. We understand that God has an intention and God has a plan and everything that God does has a purpose. What we don't understand sometimes is how his purpose works for us. Because when working or when his purpose is working, we may not understand how things are going to work for us. We just have to trust what he says. And the Bible specifically says that God is not only the author, but he is the finisher of our faith. I need to sort of notice on you that when God gets ready to do something, he always starts from the end. And then works his way back to the beginning. All right, all right. If you go back to Genesis, you'll find that God created everything in six days. And on the last day, or the last thing that he created on the sixth day, he created man. He didn't create man and then create everything else and then uh, have man to watch everything that he was doing. But rather, he created everything and then once he saw that everything was good, then he created man to dominate what he made. The misconception has been for us that God is preparing things or God is still working on stuff when in fact God is preparing us to receive what he's already prepared. Right. I need you to get this and I know that you hear this quite often but I need you to understand that God is not going to bring you into something or bring something to you until you are spiritually mature enough to handle it. Now some of us that are looking for things from God that God is saying I have but I can't give it to you until you're ready to have it. We do the same thing with our children. We're not going to give them something that they're age-wise, maternity-wise, they're not ready to possess. And so you're praying for something that God says you ain't ready yet. But when you get ready, i got it for you. Yeah. And so God says, uh, everything I need you to understand, that everything that is happening in your life is on purpose. It's intentional. There's nothing that God is doing that is happenstance or circumstance or out of convenience, but everything that is going on in your life is intentional. Yeah. But you have to remember what the word means. It means an end or the purpose. God is working in your life because He already knows the end. Wow. Yeah is doing some things with you now. It may cause you some sleepless night, but you do not get better. Some people may be walking away from you, but it's perfect. Me yeah, the thing is that you might not understand how it's working, but you just have to know that is working. Yeah. When I got in my car this morning and got ready to go and got ready to get here, I didn't get under the hood and try to find out how that thing is working. I didn't have to try to get under there and see how the transmission is connected to the motor and how that thing works, and how it's hard and incorporated. It may not be for me to understand because I'm not the inventor. I'm not the creator. But the creator knows how it works because he had to put it together. The word intentionality means to be done with intention or purpose. God is not doing anything in your life that does not have a purpose. Yeah, and see, I need you to understand that there are some things that you won't be able to explain. There are some heartaches and some disappointments. There are some losses and some gains. There's some stuff that's going on with you. There's some stuff that's going on in your life that you don't quite understand. And you're trying to figure out what's going on. And God just said, just trust that it's working. Okay. Yeah, I did, right? But
1: God.
0: I- I don't know if y'all know about premeditation. Not right, not right. But if I'm going to break in your house, uh, if yeah. I'm going to come to your house, and if I'm a good thief, yeah. if I'm a good thief, <laughs> I'm calculating yeah. and premeditating, yeah. I'm looking to be like, y'all don't know no yeah. good
1: yeah. Like you ain't keen to
0: somebody that's still good. If you got that if you walk out of one room and you stay gone on to yeah, too no, long. No. This is what what really gets me about people that ain't good things. How you gonna come to my house and steal my favorite thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Surely I'm gonna miss You've been at church every Sunday. He ain't gonna come when you're coming off of a fast and you feel like you're at your strongest. But he's going to come when you're at your weakest moment. He's gonna come when he feels like he can catch you sleeping. That's when a good thief... A good thief watches you. So he can calculate his moves based off of your moves. A good thief don't come when you're out. Watch you. He premeditated and calculated. Uh, watch this when a thief comes to break in your house. He has intentions. No better thief yet. They intended on getting caught. Before he comes to your house, he's already calculated his escape.
1: Yeah, it.
0: Yeah, it. He's already figured out how I'm gonna get in, how I'm gonna leave, how long I can be in there. If he's a good thief, uh-huh. his intention is not to get caught. If a thief has enough sense to look at the end of the thing and say that the satisfaction, the reward is worth the danger. Uh-huh. And risk my freedom yeah, yeah, because what I'm going to get from this uh-huh. is greater than the risk of what I'm going through. Go ahead. Go ahead. your life is happening just out of circumstance but everything in your life God has purpose for his intention go to Jeremiah chapter 29 verse eleven. Jeremiah 29 and 11 I'm going to read to you the New Living Translation Lord says, he says, but I know the fault. what we want from God, and all we want Him to do is just bless us. Yeah, we don't want to go through what we have to go through to get what He has for us. We don't want to with patience wait for what He has for us. And because we are so impatient, we begin to do it on our own. We try to work it out on our own. We try to fix it on our own, And so, we're waiting for Him and His purpose. I need you to understand that what you say That the disciples heard what he said and we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. The next day as they're coming they see the fig tree that Jesus spoke to and called his attention to it. They said look Jesus the fig tree that you spoke to is withered from the root. We pick up here in verse 22 when he says "Have faith enough. But what he was really saying is not to have simply faith in God, but you have the faith of God. Yes. How do we know? Because he begins to talk to them in a different manner. He said, when I say to you that whosoever shall speak to this mountain and tell it to be now removed and don't no doubt in your heart what you say, you shall have whatsoever you yes. oh, say. That's right. Yes. Yeah, he didn't say that you have what he said. Yes. He said you'll have what you say. Death and life is in the power of your tongue and they that love it shall live by the fruit thereof. That means that everything in your life is a reflection of what he wasn't talking about the sun it was not until later that he created the sun and since we're talking about the sun let's understand what he said to the sun i find it interesting that the sun is billions of years old and yet he's never had to recharge his energy he's never had to give it more strength he's never had to give it more peace he's never had to give it more joy because the sun This this one does not inspire. This one does not get old. This one does not fall for years. This one. That's just the Bible says that he created the day and the night and separated the light from the darkness that's when he hung the sun in his place and he hung the moon in his place and put stars in the firmament i need you to see this with me because the sun never goes down in reality The decision has to be made then. What is my end? What is my expected end? Do I want what he wants? Do I want what I want? Do I want to have what he says? Or do I want to have what I say? Yeah, I don't have time to. To waste time on what I want, I want what He has for me. But the question becomes this: How bad do you want what He has for you? What if I told you that what He has for you is on the other side of suffering? What if I told you that what God has for you is on the other side of your tears? What if I told you that what God has for you is on the other side of your brokenness? But when you get through it, and when He discovers you, what? compare to the glory. Second Corinthians really, chapter 1, verse 20. You might remember this message from some time ago where we talked about this. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, I amen, which means you. For his glory. Amen. All right. All right. Can I help you with this today? All of God's promises have already been fulfilled. That's right, that's right, God has already promised intentionally and is working on what your situation at Now. Yeah. At that time. Really? But to see him a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> say God responding to the echo. If he says, by my stripes, you are here, with intention in John chapter 4 verse 4 he says this shake. When the Bible says you <laughs>